us your tips. Dagan Beaver back with you after a brief hiatus. Only I'd start a new channel and then disappear for a week and a half. But anyway, we are, we're back to get stuck into some good pre-autumn racing. Beaver, how are you travelling, bud? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, Mosing along. Uh, busy as ever, but uh, ready to get into a weekend of racing and have some winners for the punters. Awesome. Uh, let's kick off at Rose Hill, where we're, I think, about seven weeks away from the Golden Slipper. So... Plenty of two-year-old action coming up in the next few weeks. The We've got a hot day today, good track. Uh, rail in a six-metre position, which I would suggest means on pace is the place to be. Any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I think you're probably right. So, um, that's that's the way it uh, tends to be at Rose Hill um, under these circumstances. But uh, look on and uh, see if there is any patterns that form uh, before you're placing your bets later in the day. Let's kick off with the midway, 1,350 metres, benchmark 72 as usual. How are you starting off? Yeah, pretty ordinary uh, race. Yeah. I'm going for um, the Sergeant Trained Triers, if that's how you say it. Close enough. Um, close enough is good enough. It's got the most consistent form of late. Gets the three kilo claim here. Like the way it ran on last start. Um, it was well backed at, um, in its last start. And um, stepping up here to the 1350, I think, is in its favour. Gets the right side run here and based on the form of the others, uh, going with the better form lights. Yeah, can't can't knock your decision there because uh, this is a very hollow race. I might have, away from it, might have something on obvious step who's put a couple of uh, decent runs back to back at yeah. about 20s and Mr Coney's flying. If I'm looking for dangers, we'll be up on base. Uh, and there's another one that's put together two wins in a race that's you know doesn't have a ton of winners, um, but I think you've covered off the favourite pretty well. Second is a is the highway a class three over fifteen hundred metres. Uh, again, a couple at a price for me here. First is C Notes, who uh, was three wide first up the whole way under Cow second up actually last start under Karen there, and was still in the finish. Now draws gate one, uh, needs a bit of luck for Kieran again, but each way price around the eleven dollar mark. Uh, I might have something on it, and I think that this well, one coming to town for the first time has been impressive. Uh, Zippo idea, last uh, all starts have been good, uh, hit the line well, and another one at an each way price I might have something on, but uh, not a huge confidence betting race for myself, Beaver. Yeah, look, um, I'm going here for number 17, um, Miss Old Leader. Uh, third up here, Tommy Berry on board. Um, I think it's got a little bit of upside here. Uh, first up was in the wet and you know, stuck to its guns okay on a heavy track and then come out um, and won nicely at Wagga, um, just sitting off the pace there over the 1,400. Uh, carried the weight last time. I think over 1,500 here can run a bold race. Excellent. The first of the two-year-old features is for the boys, the Canterbury Stakes, Group 3, 1,100 metres, small field. Who have, has caught your eye on this one? They're going to get the blue colours here. Traffic Warden uh, from the coming stable uh, gets Nash aboard. Only had the two starts. Love the win at Caulfield. Uh, set off the pace. Let down very nicely there. Um, carrying the 59 kilos. Comes back to the 57 here. Uh, comes Came back here. Had a freshen up trial where it wasn't asked to do much at Rose Hill. Um, yeah, I think it can run really well. I've gone with the Waterhouse runner here in Prost. It was uh, unlucky on debut in the Breeders. Actually, ran quite well there. Gets inside gate. Trials have been good. Beat Shangalara Express uh, in one of those trials. Tim Clark and as much as anything, it's just going to be the one that's on pace. 
Uh, so we put on top, Terrified, a traffic warden who you've covered off, that Stormboy form reads well and gets Nash, has to be the obvious danger. The fourth is the Southern Cross Stakes, which is also a Group 3, 1,200 metre sprint. Uh, this is a terrible race here. I think Lady Lagoon is going to have to nearly fall over to not win this race. Uh, it's just crap. It's every run that Lagoon has put in this start has been good. Uh, dries hasn't been a problem either. I think it wins again. Gets J-Mac just for good measure. Is anything going to beat it? I can't see anything beating it here either. Uh, it's flying at the moment. Uh, form's been probably in better company than this. Uh, and we got the 56. Gets the right run. Gets the right jockey. Misham's going good and pretty, I think the $2.25 good value here because the rest of the race is ordinary, hard to say. Uh, was okay first up behind a good horse. It'll improve and is the only danger if there is one. Yeah, agree. The fifth is the Gwidden, the girls' version of the 1,100-metre Group 3. For the cheer-olds, a good little race. Who have you found? Yeah, I'm sticking here with the Waterhouse one. Um, the youngster here, Lady of Camelot. Uh, trials have been really impressive here and it's had the one start, uh, finished fourth, was put out, was less than a length, only half a length off from there when we all fancied in the market. Um, and was pretty wide the whole way as well. And was pretty wide the whole way. I think it'll be really hard to beat. Uh, again, main danger, probably celerity from the, the blue colours with uh, J-Mac aboard. Yeah, I don't think I beat this. This uh, has trolled in different postcode to everything. This time in, it gets gate one again, bounces straight to the front, and they get a win. Uh, Lady of Camelot, not much more to add. The six is a 2,000-metre benchmark 78. I don't have much to add here either because I think the two in the market are the two obvious ones, and I can't really split them, I suppose, if you're saying that Jamie Mack is jumping on with Jet Stanley off for Morning Sun. It probably improves a length or two, which might be enough, but I'm sure there's improvement in age of sale as well. Uh... I can't split them. Have you got you got a better opinion? Well, I was I was a little bit the same as you. Found it hard to split them. Uh, they pretty much meet equally on the weights here. There's not much change. Um, I I just went for age of sale. Um, slightly in front, slightly better price, and it beat it last start. Yep. The seventh is a benchmark 88, 1500 meters. Who do you like here? Yeah. Look. Uh, not a race I'm overly um, excited about, to be totally honest. Um, find it, found it really hard to, to line up. Robusto broke through last start, um, finally, but um, not the most easy horse to catch. I went. I just went for a little bit of more value here. Went for So Risque mm -hmm. um, with Nash aboard coming up from uh, Melbourne. Um, sometimes that isn't the great greatest form line, but that, that company it's been racing in's been okay. Nash on board like the Hay Stable, and I think it might get the right run here. Robusto's on the fence. Um, it'll need the right split at the right time to win this. I have uh, – I struggled to split those two, so I've gone with the third up, Joe Pride, quick backup runner in Estadio Mastella, which is a horse I've never had a huge opinion of. But we know Joe Pride improves them. I think this would be the target, as I said, typical Pride play. Quick backup, third up, uh, go time here. And, yeah, then from Cyrus Gay, you mentioned, and Robusto, Airborne, and will run well again. I wouldn't talk you out of backing any of those two, but around the 440, I'll think that Estadio can run well. Race 8 is the 1350 Benchmark 8. 88, I should say. And I set out to, 
defined infatuation, but the, that Gold Coast race um, was awful, in my opinion. So I sort of went against it, which I was left with the top two here in uh, Built and Powerful Peg. I guess Built's flying, key dry tracks have been the key. JMAX sticks, it's 550, and I'll give Powerful Peg one more chance. It had a lot of chasing to do second up there. I think we'll improve from that. Uh, I think they're both backable here. Didn't quite know what to do with salt coats. Did you have a thought? Yeah, um, hard, hard to know, resuming here. It's um, trolled okay. Um, yeah, it has. Trolls have been fine. And so I, I've got it as a, as a real live chance here. I was a little bit the same as you. I kind of went looking for infatuation, and then I just think it's only won one of 12, um, hasn't won at this track, hasn't won at this distance. Um, and I don't think that the, the form line between the Gold Coast race was that bad. It finished off okay and ran quite well there, but I'm just worried it's a non-winner. Um, and even in the race, it's had plenty of chances in those races. So I thought it was a little bit skinny at the price. I just stuck with the winning form. It's going well. It is built. Uh, I thought it'd be hard to beat here. Won three of its last four, five dollars. Um, I had it on top. Um, salt coats. Um, a big watch. Awesome. Race nine is a benchmark 88, 1,200 metres. Our Kobe Sun steps out again, meets Dipsy Doodle. Um, how do they match up? Oh, our Kobe Sun was a very good win last start. Uh, I think this horse has got ability and I think it'll keep going on to better things. Beat Tintuki, who I don't think lacks any ability. Um, it got held up um, at one stage and you're like, oh, Tintuki's going past it, in a bit of trouble here. And when it got the split... Uh, it let down really nicely. Um, gate five's perfect, Shay Mack, and third up, I think it will have improved. The clear on top pick for me. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I, I set out actually to try and find Dipsy Doodle on top, but I keep saying these three-year-olds are no good in open company, so I'll stick with the favourite here. Uh, Dipsy Doodle can lead and win, but I think that our Kobe Sun, as you said, has upside. Uh, has come back in great form and probably still has a slight bit of improvement. So on top for me as well. We'll wrap up with a benchmark 72, 1,200 metres, and I am going to go with uh, this leader here in the last. Actually, Bubba's Bay, third up now. Uh, both starts have been rock solid behind our Kobe Sun. Gets control and at about the $6, $7 mark, I think it's going to run well here. Uh, obvious upside in a favourite Black Cloud. And the overs in the race is Rush Hour, I thought, who might have some ability first up fresh for the Doyle Yard. It will go in my quarter at least. Uh, how have you lined these up? I've gone for number 13, Steffi Magnetica. I tipped it last start, yeah. and that was a good run. Um, it was great first up. Killed them at Orange. They took it to Flemington, and... I thought it ran um, admirably there to, to finish second. 53 and a half here, so it gets in at a nice weight. And I had it on top to run well again from gate seven. Awesome. Your best and value at Rose Hill. You're not doing your quaddy first? I better do my quaddy first, actually. All right, a bit rusty here. Let's go. First leg. Uh, we'll go one, Mission Phoenix. Blinkers on for Joe. A bit of value. Two, Robusto. Three, So Risque. Six, Estadio Mistella. And... Eight, Ita. Second leg, one, built, two, powerful peg, four, grassy styler, seven, salt coat, and I suppose I'll throw infatuation in. Um, half inclined to leave it out for the sake of this. I'll put it in. 
We're skinning up this leg. Six Okobi Sun, ten Dipsy Doodle, and we'll come home with one Bubba's Bay, seven Botanica, eleven Rush Hour, thirteen Staffy Magnetica, fourteen the Black Cloud. A hundred bucks gets you about forty percent of that. A couple of splits should be pay okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make my best while I'm going through this. Lady Laguna, race four, number three, but I think both the Waterhouse runners are going to be very hard to beat. And my value in the last race, 10, number one, Bubba's Boy. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm going race nine, number six, uh, Kirby Sun as the clear best on the day. My value is race two, number 17, Missile Leader. Awesome. We will get to Caulfield next. Just quickly, I'll give a plug to our friends PCTC. The tipping comp for Autumn kicks off tomorrow, 13-week Autumn tipping comp. Check out PCTC tipping on Facebook, and you can jump in there and uh, tip against us each and every race. Are you doing it this Autumn, Beaver? I mean, I'm signed up, son, and, uh, yes, ready to go. Looking forward to it. All right. Uh, we kick off at Caulfield where we've got warm weather, the track is good. The rail in the nine position, uh, right in the plus nine mark, I believe. There's my best bets refreshes here. Uh, and we're going to kick a yep, nine meter mark. We're going to kick off with a benchmark 70 to start the day. And we can start the day with a winner, race one, number one, I think. The, my only concern here is a complete lack of pace, but I think that Lost is the best horse. That comes through some pretty strong Sydney maidens. Uh, trials are fantastic. Last time out in that trial was by an alligator blood. Uh, gets Mark Zara, gets an inside gate. I don't think it's going to be as far back as it has been at times. And assuming it's not a complete jiggy jog up front for something like Excommunicado, I think it'll win here. What do you think? Yeah, I've got Lost on top as well. Uh, same, same commentary as you, Uh Go back a couple of starts, but um, before it was spelled, one it's maiden very nicely there. Had plenty of excuses um, at Warwick Farm, put out and then trolled nicely last. I think it last start taken to Melbourne. That's a good sign on top for me. The second is a benchmark seventy again, eighteen hundred meters. Who have you found here? Yeah, this was this was a tricky race. Um, really trying to line these line these up. Um, the favourite only had the one start um, and won, won uh, quite well there. Um, I've gone for numbers nine, just a boom. I just went for a little bit more value here. Kept improving all three starts this time in. Third, second, first. Um, that was a nice little win last start at Pakenham. Um, I think it can improve off that. Beat Bubbling, who I think ran second or third yesterday, um, which wasn't a bad run. Uh, probably Wednesday, I think, maybe. Um, can't remember now. All the days mentioned yeah. one, and prior to that, it ran well as well behind Red Mile, um, and its first start uh, flew home. So I think it's got better as the distances have gone out. I think it's a good value. I've ended up with a favourite top, but as you say, it's very hard to line these up when they're coming from everywhere. Uh, Smoking Giant debuted a mile, looked like a big lug of a thing, but got into its work very late. I think eighteen hundred metres with improvement probably suits. Damien Lane is stuck. Uh, I thought the one at value might be Autumn Colours. It was very got away from uh, Anthony Cummings last time out with now with the new stable down there. Very impressive, reeled in uh, a maiden field. Mickey D's on. We'd want to see him running on, which I'm not necessarily overly confident of just yet, but uh, if it is, might be value at $11 there. The third is a benchmark 70 and over 1,100 metres. I guess Johnny Rocker has to be top pick. Uh, we sort of were a bit... Concerned about the Queensland form coming down, but that was a pretty good run behind it. A horse that is flying at the moment. Mornington Glory, last time out, I think has to be top 
top pick here. Uh, danger is Miss Icelandic, who is flying. The penny's dropped last couple and bolted in. Comes back to a nice winnable race for it. Uh, I think they're the other two pretty much key hopes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely the two key hopes and the clear on toppers. I'm just surprised by the difference in the market. Um, so I'm yeah. going to go for Miss Icelandic. Yep. I can't take the odds on Johnny Rocket. Rocket, although it was a, a decent run, as you said, last start. Miss Icelandic was well fancied in sort of those third, third, fifth. Um, and then they've took it to... Um, they did have a great deal of luck in a few of them either. Yeah, took it out to Cranbourn where um, pretty much strolled in there quite nicely. And again, then out sailed, well fancied and put them away quite comfortably there. Um, you're right, Penny may have dropped here, comes back to town against what's not much different field to what he's been, uh, she's been racing against. Um, so for me, on top of the six bucks. Awesome. The fourth is the Group 3 Chairman's two-year-old race here. A small field, but a very interesting one. Who have you come up with? Yeah, good one here, hey. Um, yeah. Very interested to see these, uh, see how these go. I'm sticking with Coleman. Um, only had the one start. Really loved its first win. Looks a very smart type. And, and I think, um, yeah, it's my own topper. Me too. Uh, I None of these would surprise me, you know can talk about all of them, interesting trials, um, all very spruiked and fancied. Just, if nothing else, going with a gut feel that uh, Coleman might be a good horse. The Arabian summer form's good. Both trials were good um, off that first up win. Uh, but anything, as I said, could win this. So very much a watch and learn as we head towards Blue Diamond. The fifth is a benchmark 70, 1,400 metres. I'm going to give Masterful a chance here, who blew the start last start at Cranbourne when it was well fancied. Now gets gate one, goes from Cartwright to Mickey D. And uh, if it jumps with him, I think can be in the finish, can almost get leaders back in stalk here. And at 13 bucks is my best value on the card, but there's another couple I'll cover. Uh, Hoo-ha Havana was pretty good last time out. I think the uh, extra trip suits here. Uh, and I'll scratch. Oh, it is out, is it? Okay. It is too. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Regal Zeus, Intrepid Eagle, both live chances too. Uh, what do you come up with? Yeah, I've stuck with Punch Lane. Um, I think this source has got a bit of ability. Third up uh, here, won very nicely first up and then wasn't a bad run um, in a pretty good race um, that has some form, was heavily backed there. I think it'll be fitter from that. This is a pretty average field. I think gets the right run here. Has Zara on board, which I really do like. So I've got it on top. Main danger. I thought was Intrepid Eagle. It's mm -hmm. going really well in this time in around the $10 mark. So I'll certainly be looking at that and saving on that. Um, as you said, Masterful is not without a chance. But um, no, I think Punch Lane is, um, is a good bet here. Cool. The six is a 2,500 metre benchmark 100. Who do you like? Uh, not a big fan of the race, to be brutally honest. And it's I not a very be taking six, good race. 64 Herman Hesse. Um, I'm going to take Grand Promenade. Um, you know, it was killing him uh, a couple of spells back um, in these types of fields. Uh, I thought it showed enough first up. It was a bit of an improvement. Behind Dunkel, led only a length or so off them. Uh, Dunkel would uh, take care of this field, no problem. Um, it's got to give a bit of weight here, but you know, won't have to be. It doesn't have to be a superstar to beat most of these. 
No, it doesn't. Uh, it's it's one of the key chances. I I've gone Herman Hesse on top. As I said, it's not the same as you. Not interested in taking the price. I think it just gets best run. Last two runs has been its best in a, probably a couple of years. And uh, Stork's Grand Promenade, but Grand Promenade me will get complete control. And we've seen it time and again when they do in these staying races, they tend to win. So absolutely not knocking your tip at all. And if that price holds up, might well be the way I play the race as well. The seventh is an 1,800-meter benchmark, 78. And, well, I'm jumping in again here for Dublin Journal. Uh, is flying. Last start just could get, couldn't get off the fence, couldn't pull off its usual escape trick. But now with some clear air again, even luck, I think at eight bucks, it's worth another crack. Uh, from British Columbia, who hasn't seen cover in 268 days, last time it did, it won. And I'm going to give it maybe its last chance as Shin taking over. Um, Star Vegas life chance did beat home my top tip there last time out. But a good race to play a few at a price. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, uh, interesting race, uh, that's for sure. Um, I looked at British Columbia and thought, still think it might not get any cover. It's got gate 13. Yeah, I know, um, I know. So a bit of a worry there. I went for um, El Salido uh, at the double figure odds. Um, been pretty consistent of late. Uh, been in the money last five starts, five or six starts, which is good, and won well last start. Um, no reason at the price that it can't run well again in what looks to be an open field. Um, the main danger I did have is Star Vega. That was a good win last start. Um, and, you know, you're still getting $5.50, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, so I had hit as the main danger given its winning form. So I'll be backing one, saving on the other. Beautiful. The other feature on the card is a Group 3 uh, Jeffrey Belmain Stakes, 1,200 metres for the mares. Uh, interesting race, and I've come up with a couple at a price again I'm going to play. First is Party of One. It was good to us last prep. Uh, trial's been good. Now second prep, first up second prep for Price and Kent. Uh, gate One, Blake Shin was under yeah, double wraps in both those trials, and at 9 bucks, it's definitely worth a play because there's not much between these mare grades, if any at all. Uh, you know, a few of these are basically midweek horses. And I thought, um, I was discussing someone earlier in the week about Sydney on paces that come down and get control, how hard they are to beat, and that makes Penthouse the main danger. I know it's a highway form, but just gets to do what it wants up there for Geordie Childs and won that as it liked last time out. So um, fairly happy to play the race that way, and it looks like you're agreeing. I am. Good. I, I like it. Excellent. Um, I don't mind Penthouse. I thought $11 was quite quite a nice little price here, and uh, that was a good win last start. Won pretty comfortably. Uh Gets a bit of weight relief even for that. Geordie Childs rates him well and um, interesting it's here. And party for one, as you said. Uh, Blake Shin aboard was really good to us last prep and <coughs> uh, runs well fresh enough. Um, I got it as one of the main dangers, so that's the way I'm playing as well. Excellent. 1,100 metre benchmark 84 is next. Midtown boss, very impressive last time out. Is it a good thing? Yeah, I've got, I... Um, I do like Midtown boss, boss here. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. That was a good win beating a horse in form last start and has won run well <coughs> in good quality races before. Um, clear on top for me against two horses going really well uh, in Ray Maginero and Jungle Jim. Um, they can push it, but I think it might just be too classy and on to better things than this. 
I agree. Pretty arrogant last time out. Midtown boss, uh, clear on top. I do think Jungle Jim will make it make it earn it. I uh, liked it last time out. Uh, I think it gets a nice setup again here and is the obvious danger. Let's wrap up with a 1,400-meter benchmark, 84, and obvious finish to the card in Jimmy Star. Nice horse. Some nice wins last time out. Third, three wide, still bolted in. Trials are fantastic. Blake Shin, there's lots and lots of ticks here in a field of, you know, horses that don't like winning. Uh, for the sake of a danger, we'll say who dares next best and be interested to see what Brun King can do back to dry and back in a proper race. Anything to add? No, nothing to add here. Like this horse, going to follow it and stick with it and I think we'll be winning again. Awesome. What's your, have you got a quaddy for us and your best in value? Yeah, I do. So let's start um, with the quaddy, which is race seven is the first leg. And here in no particular order, number seven, Star Vega. Number three, Captain Britain. Number five, Dublin Journal. Number eight, Enotis. And number six, El Salado. In the second leg, which is race eight, I'm going number one, to a Taki, number seven, a little deep, number four, party for one, number ten, Nakoni, number five, Penthouse. In the Did you mention Penthouse? Third le- Yeah, I did Penthouse oh, sorry, was the yeah, last one just, I said. Cut out. Cool. Um, in the third leg, race nine, I'm going number nine, Midtown Boss, and I'm going number one, Jungle Gym. And in the last race, I'm going to go one out, Jimmy's star. Beautiful. I assume that's one of your best. That's my best. Race 10, number 13, Jimmy's star. You got a value? And my value bet is race three, number four, Miss Icelandic. Uh, I think we can top and tail this card. Race one, number one, lost. And the last Jimmy star, very hard to beat. Value, race five, number six, masterful. Anything up north for us? Uh, yeah, mate, I had a couple up north for us to, to keep an eye on. Uh, starting off in race two, number five, She's a Rogue. I think that can get us a winner up there earlier in the day. And then uh, my better bets come back in the later in the day, race seven, number five, Brentwood. Pretty good first up. I think it'll be winning again. And then I like two, two in the last two races, race nine, number two, Without Revenge. Won, won the cup very easily there. That was a good win. And Emperor... Um, but it's win last start and can finish off the day with a winner there for us as well. Brilliant. That's been our look through a good day of racing. So as we head towards the Autumn Carnival, stick around, subscribe, and uh, leave us a like and some feedback below, and we'll be back with a midweek preview uh, early next week. Take care, guys. We'll talk soon.